0: Three, two. Every time I was in LA, I was with my ex-girlfriend.
1: What's up everybody? Welcome back to the Coworkers Podcast. I'm Reagan. And I'm Josh. And uh I hope you all enjoyed that. Uh, that took a lot out of us to do.
0: <laughs> a little musical number. Um shout outs to Usher. Shout out to Daniel. Shout out to Daniel too. Um, Boy, stupid. But yeah, we're
1: back. Um, we didn't have an episode last week because I was dealing with a little, a uh, little ear infection. You yeah, know? Uh-huh. Could, couldn't hear. I still can't hear out of my left ear. So if you hear me go, huh, what? Then, then, then now you guys know why.
0: Uh, that explains it.
1: Yeah. Um, but uh, let's just get this. Let's get oh. this
0: thing rolling. Yeah, let's just jump Josh, right into what
1: it. did you watch this week?
0: Nothing. Except but. for one thing Except uh-huh. for one thing um, But we're gonna get to that because Oh yeah it's we a, will It has to do with this week's uh, discussion If there's anything I watched uh, It's the fact that I'm re-watching Rick and Morty again For the new season <laughs> it's. Yeah, so
1: yeah, it's time to get swifty. Time to get
0: swifty in here. This is a musical episode. That's what uh-huh. this is. Take off your pants, shit on the floor. <laughs> it's swifty time and night. Uh but yeah, that's all I've been really watching because um I put it on the background while I do other work, you know. Oh, nice. Yeah. Just nice background noise, but nice. I know Reagan's been getting um uh, he's been swimming in film reels. <laughs> And uh, that like murky bong water. That, I've been um, I've been swimming uh, in
1: acetate, dude. Yeah,
0: like the stuff that they that they correct the film. Yeah, in, you yeah, know that yeah, they yeah. drop the film reels in. Yeah,
1: some some shit like that.
0: Yeah, that's bong water, bro. So let me let me in on it. What did you watch this week?
1: Oh, dude, I I saw a lot. Um, a lot of the films I saw were like revered as classics, mm-hmm. right in the film community. Yeah. Right. Um, and also I've been trying to watch movies from the Criterion Channel because a lot of them are on HBO Max.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, so I've been trying to
1: watch them just so I can prepare myself for the Criterion sale next month. Hell yeah. Which we're gonna splurge yep, fucking yep. like all our paycheck on. <laughs> but um but yeah. So um the first week or like a couple weeks ago, I watched Casablanca, mm-hmm. Citizen Kane, Oh, and The Graduate and Page. A Quiet Place Part Two.
0: Uh-huh. That was
1: in that yeah, that was in like a, a span of a week. Yeah, those four films. I really like Casablanca. Citizen Kane, I need. I need to rewatch because I kind of mm-hmm. like. I was doing something else. I wasn't really paying attention.
0: Yeah, did you like um, the part when like he's having a a misfit? Uh, he he's having like a hissy fit in his house, and it looks really tiny. I, it's there's like it's like a low angle or something like that. But it's the fact that you can see the roof, yeah, and it's like closing in on his head. Well, it's
1: it. I mean. That's just Orson Welles because he because yeah. he wanted to like have like a ceiling to like encapsulate everything yeah, yeah. for the film, but uh, but Orson Welles was great in the film though, mm-hmm.
0: and um, it's really good. It's really uh, fascinating to know um, all the things that it kind of pioneered, mm-hmm. like um, uh, all the concepts. There's a lot of filmmaking like uh, stuff that we take for. Granted, as like, basics now, but, like, it was established by that movie, you know?
1: Revolutionary. Yeah, it was revolutionary
0: for its time. Like, uh, Mm -hmm. a lot of really crazy things involving cinematography. Oh, yeah. um, uh, Thanks in part to that movie. Some, like, screenwriting stuff. Like, the whole, like, rosebud thing is actually a big thing because of uh how it sets it up and then, you know, (laughs) pays off. Uh, There's, like, a lot of uh, storytelling devices invented, like, through that film.
1: Yeah. And, hey, it's revered as the GOAT, so... Mm,
0: but not as good as Paddington, Two. Okay, all right, all right.
1: But, I mean... But we'll talk
0: about that some other time. Yeah. Continue, Reagan.
1: Uh, the Graduate, I really liked. It's a little problematic now, like nowadays. When did that come
0: out? I think f- i 1967. Think graduate?
1: Dennis Hoffman, uh, directed by Mike Nichols. Hmm. I know, it's kind of funny, um, because... Um, as a fellow graduate, yep. <laughs> recent graduate...
0: Me and you both, brother. Yeah.
1: Uh, you know watching this film was kind of interesting um but if anyone knows the premise of this film it's basically about uh Dennis Hoffman char- like his character um having an affair with one of his friends or one of his parents friends okay. you know the uh mrs robinson you're trying to seduce me that's where oh, it comes from oh okay um not to say that 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 happens to us
0: <laughs> oh no no but no, um yeah,
1: yeah. But no, it, it's a very interesting film, and it's like one of those films that like stuck with me after I watched it. Ah,
0: I see, I see. And the
1: filmmaking, um, in terms of like cinematography and whatnot, was really interesting because it, um, the the cinematographer or the like, the director was able to portray loneliness mm, just by the using visuals, yeah, yeah just by just by visuals, which Visual was really interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, a Quiet Place Part Two, right? um we shall talk about this more in depth probably next week because i'm going to see this on sunday yeah so yeah. look out everybody this is a heads up for yeah. next week go out and watch A quiet yeah. place Two safely
1: <laughs> safely yes yeah, safely uh but my short concise review of, of quiet place part two, two would words be... okay i don't think it's uh, it's not gonna be two words oh i
0: thought you were gonna say it's blank
1: <laughs> no it's
0: um well it, it, it does start with it's but i knew it
1: um it's not as good as the first one I'm gonna say that right now. All
0: right, and that's coming from that's sequel-itis. coming that's
1: coming from someone who really enjoyed the first one. Ah, yeah. And that's not to say that it's bad. It's just not. It's just not up there mm-hmm. with with the first.
0: Uh, Let me throw a question at you, okay. Reagan? Uh-huh. You're talking about how it's not as good as the first one, and I yeah. brought up sequelitis. Give me a movie where its sequel trumps the trumps the prior installment.
1: Captain America: The Winter Soldier.
0: That um, is a, that's a good are we one. talking
1: about in a trilogy or are we talking no about just sequels just sequels thor ragnarok
0: that is very true mm-hmm.
1: uh empire strikes back
0: mm-hmm.
1: the, the last jedi
0: facts i gotta agree
1: uh, i i just put i just put us on a hit list i got everybody. an easy one
0: i don't you, you know how you bring everybody back blade runner 2049 it's the greatest facts. sequel ever made facts.
1: terminator did you see it yet no, I have not. I
0: fucking thought.
1: <laughs> Terminator 2, Judgment Terminator
0: Day. Yes, Terminator 2. It's fucking amazing.
1: Um, but uh, yeah, a- anyways, anyways. Um, last one,
0: Spider-Man 2. Transformers, Actually, Revenge of the Fallen. <laughs> Paddington 2. All right, okay. continue. Um,
1: but yeah, that's that, that's one week of me watching films. Um, and then the following week, I watched uh, a martial arts classic from Hong Kong, I believe, called Return to the 36th Chamber. Hmm. That shit was tight, bro. It was like oh, my really? first. Well, no, I I saw Enter the Dragon, but it was it it was tight. Like like a martial arts like film. Like you know that you're like the, I would hate to say traditional, but like uh, something in like that vein. Yeah, like, it's 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 a lot of fun. Return to the Thirty Six Chambers is a lot of fun.
0: Came out in the seventies? No,
1: nineteen eighty. Eighties. Okay, yeah.
0: then. Uh, yeah. Um, so a little bit past like, Bruce Lee's era. Yeah, you know for sure. Okay, for
1: sure but um the action scenes oh my god the action this scenes This is a chinese movie yeah uh, yeah in hong okay. kong i think but the action nice. scenes are fucking tight it, it's so cool did
0: it inspire like a wu-tang album title it, it did yeah that, that's
1: the title of their debut album ah. and it also inspired the rizza when oh. he would produce um their music he hmm. would sprinkle in like the audio from the film oh wow yeah that's pretty um, awesome yeah this the, the film is tight man
0: all right I have to give it a shot yeah um, and then I watched in theaters, uh-huh, Cruella. I stopped to watch that, too. Maybe I'll watch it sometime this week. Yeah. If I get um uh, Friday off, I'll go, uh, yeah, check it out.
1: You know, as far as Disney remakes go, it's not
0: bad. you know what? That's the craziest thing is like, um, when I had first saw the trailers and I first heard that um Emma Stone was gonna play Cruella in a Cruella Deville movie, mm-hmm. I was like, okay. As the resident biggest fan of Emma Stone, like, in a 50-mile radius, I have (laughs) to watch this movie. But am I really that excited for a Cruella movie? Like, what could it possibly be about? And then I saw the trailer, and it's, like, uh, Jokerette. It's, like, female Joker, you know? And then uh, it's, like, like the super reductionist, like, meme way of, like, describing this movie. And then I was, like, it could go one of two ways. It's either going to be horrible or well, it's going to be good like like I don't want it to be like ride right the middle it's like I either want to laugh at it or just like think it's pretty good and yeah. be surprised and a lot of people have been saying it's it's pretty good
1: yeah it's it's from the guy who directed Atonia yes yes we were so, talking
0: about this uh recently
1: mm-hmm. but um uh, but it's good man Emma Stone turned out a pretty good performance like nice that's all like, I want you can tell she's having a lot of fun like the 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 first two acts hmm? solid like they are solid in terms of like setup and like kind of like how where she grew up how she grew up and you know why she's doing the things yeah, she does the lore yeah but then it gets a little rocky towards like the 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 climax and the rising action you know you got to have like some of the some of that like i told you this like some of that suspension of disbelief type thing yeah and that's not to say it gets like wacky and zany but you know
0: it doesn't jump the shark necessarily no no it doesn't
1: it doesn't but um it's good right. it's good right. It's it's a lot of fun um, and I think you'll appreciate like the 70s punk like aesthetic that they're trying to like Yeah. go for. Right. It, it it's cool. It's really cool. Um then I saw Aquaman on HBO Max.
0: Guy finally knows about the octopus that plays the place Oh my god. He he's on there? He's in the movie for like 10 seconds, but it's honestly the one <laughs> part that I remember the most. I don't
1: know, man. It was fun it is like the action scenes are fucking cool man like i'm not gonna fucking lie it's that type
0: of like bombastic like so in your face ridiculousness that like they didn't like hold back
1: yeah 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 yeah. kind of like godzilla versus kong and just like they know what they know what it is
0: because i feel like with uh james wan and like the people behind this movie i'm pretty sure they're all familiar with how the public perceives aquaman as like a joke yeah and like a laughing stock in like the dc like hall of heroes and whatnot Mm -hmm. so why not just make him this big buff jason momoa like this isn't your dad's aquaman this guy's (laughs) fucking hot and then he he just does some crazy shit he jumps out of a plane he goes wow (laughs) 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 oh my god it's but yeah um it is a funny movie like uh, yeah in terms of, like, not in terms of, like, the movie itself, like, can can make you laugh. Like, through its writing or, like, clever jokes. It's stupid. That's oh, why yeah, it's funny. No, <laughs> it
1: funny. is. It is. It's, like, the most basic, like, script, like, you will ever, like, see or, Do you like, watch. Remember the part
0: when they're trying to figure out how to, like, restore water into this, like, desert? It's him and Amber Amber Heard. And he's, oh, like, yeah, NIP and- on it.
1: Yeah, she like gets the water out of like, like his forehead. Yeah, his forehead yeah, or whatever. Yeah, the moisture like in his skin. Yeah. And then and then, and then he goes, "Oh, you did that? I could have just peed on it or some shit like that."
0: He's like he's like the most like Chad dude bro like Aquaman of the world. But you know, what what makes up for it is the fact that um uh, they slap a bunch of glitter on Jason Momoa and then oh, he yeah. rides a giant octopus to fight lobsters with laser guns attached to their head.
1: Bro. That's that's all I need, bro. Yeah, yes, yeah,
0: seriously. That's all I fucking need, and it's fucking sick. Like those action sequences. Where's the butter sauce? Fucking <laughs> that shit made me hungry when I watched it. I was like, oh my god. Dude, I'm when they were when starving. they were fighting
1: when they were fighting that one crustacean guy, uh-huh. I, all I thought of was was Mr. Krabs. I don't oh know why. God. That's all I thought of. I was like, oh, Mr. Krabs. <laughs> um, but yeah, I saw Aquaman, and then I was like, I think it's time to get into some like artsy, artsy, artsy films. You know what I'm saying? just made you rethink. Yeah. <laughs> But um, all right. I'm I'm with these titles right now. Okay? All right. In the Mood for Love from Wong Kar Wai. Yep. Yep. The Seventh Seal from Ingmar Bergman. Orpheus from Jean Jean Cocteau. And Barry Lyndon from Stanley Kubrick. Kubrick. These films are tight, bro. Really? Like, all four of these films then are- Then you
0: watched all of them? Huh? You watched all those? Yeah. I remember um, you told me about uh, In the Mood for Love, and then you asked me which movie, like, you sent oh, me a yeah, list yeah, of yeah. stuff. No,
1: no, but, well, before that, because I had just finished watching Orpheus and uh-huh. Seventh Seal, so I was like, oh, yeah, I need another, because I had that long list, mm-hmm. like, from HBO Max. So I was just asking, like, what do you think I should watch? Oh, yeah. So I yeah. watched Ramblendon. But yeah, these ones are tight, bro. Damn, they're
0: so good. I gotta get, I gotta get on it. Holy cause...
1: shit, yo, what After Fallen Angels, yeah. Now in the mood for love,
0: fuck, fuck, so good. Fucking shit.
1: And then Seventh Seal. I mean, that's a classic, right? A guy playing chess with death, playing with death. Oh fuck. Oh,
0: sheesh. But yeah, bars or no bars,
1: <laughs> bars. And then Orpheus. Um it's literally the tale of Orpheus and
0: Eurydice Yeah, Eurydice? Yeah, right? Eurydice. There you uh-huh. go. Sorry. The Sorry. one where um it's like Orpheus goes to the underworld to like get her back but he can't turn around, right? Yeah. But
1: this one's set in like post-war um Paris or France. Ah, okay then. Um but it's so good. It's so good. Jean moret Oh my god. Where has Jean Marais and Jean Cocteau been all my life, bro? This this movie's not tight. I figured it out. And and it's like, um, I heard the way that they describe Jean Cocteau's work, because he's like a painter too, I think. Oh, okay. And the way to describe his work is like he's very he's like a surrealist. Oh, okay. Surreal. Okay. His work that is very sense. like surreal. Is he French? He's French. Yeah.
0: Okay, yeah, French surrealism. Yeah, okay. Yeah, surrealism. Uh-huh. But a
1: lot of the shots in this, mind you, this was made in 1950. Yeah, and a lot of these shots are fucking insane. Like it even boggled my mind how he got these shots because it was he was he was on another level in terms of like filmmaking Mm -hmm. and like what he did and whatnot. And also, it has to do with a lot of mirrors. Mm. Keep that in mind. Mirrors.
0: Mirrors. Justin Timberlake mirrors. (laughs) I don't. I'm not (laughs) not there's a lot of music going on this episode. (laughs) Uh, Uh, Um, But anyways, um, so going off of that. you're, like, exploring, like, a bunch of other, like, cinema, like, foreign and whatnot. Yeah, stuff what, from the past. What,
1: what the film intelligentsia, like, thinks of art.
0: Yeah, yeah. Or whatever, right? You know, it's like that that camp of people. But it doesn't hurt to, like, expose yourself no, that for that side. Sure. So, um, there's actually two other movies that um I didn't see from your list that I'll throw at you. I've heard of them. I've heard great things about them. I've still yet to see them. The first one is a Russian war movie called Come and See.
1: Bro, okay, all right, I'm gonna be real. I've heard shit about that and i heard it's really fucked up. Yeah,
0: i heard it's really fucked up.
1: I don't know if i'm like mentally prepared to like watch that. But um it was not maybe other one?
0: maybe i'll go watch it first and i'll let you know yeah. because you know my barometer for <laughs> fucked up shit is goes fucking nuts. Um the other one is um i think it's called the the fantastic planet. It's like a mixed, like animated type of experience. I, saw I think the, it's French. Dude, so I, yeah, it's really insane. I saw
1: the fucking animation for like a clip of it. Yeah. It's it's weird yeah like it's, very it's very out, out there, there. Uh-huh, very yeah. out there in terms of animation so yeah but, since um, you're
0: exposing yourself to like all these other movies like i'll just throw those into um the race as my race horses and be like hey watch these you know? yeah
1: um i think today i'm gonna watch um eight 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 and a half by federico fellini
0: ah okay then um so yeah probably uh watch some movies and come prepared next week <laughs> it's all good
1: Oh, also, yeah, Barry Lyndon. That shit was long, but I didn't realize I actually ended up caring for those characters at the end. It was nice. sick. Um, but yeah, Barry Lyndon. Is that your just, first Kubrick? That is my first Kubrick film. He, like, t- 2001 was on HBO Max, but you told me to watch Barry Lyndon, so I watched Barry Lyndon. Yeah. Linden.
0: Okay, but now that I know that he has more films on there, go watch 2001. Go watch The Shining. It's not even like, oh, spooky. Ah, I like It's not gonna oh, I know, get you I know, like that. It's just good. Yeah. And then, uh, always a Clockwork Orange. You get, you get come back to that one. Clockwork Orange is on
1: on Netflix. It is, yeah. So we can, I can check it out whenever. But there is one film that you and I have seen within the past week or so.
0: Yeah. Speaking of Netflix, everyone. Um, and it, it is the best movie we watched this year. Brought to you by our favorite director,
1: Mr. Zack Snyder. And it's called Army of the Dead new or his second time in the zombie zombie, zombie world? action yeah. genre yeah his After, first yeah.
0: foray being a remake of the george a romero classic dawn of the dead is it a remake it is a remake
1: wait army of the dead is a remake no
0: um uh, his first foray into zombies and stuff like that dawn of the dead He's he remade
1: george a romero's yeah what
0: yeah And that actually turns out to be a lot of people, like a like a common consensus. That's his best movie. That's Zack Snyder's best movie.
1: Okay, I've seen bits
0: and pieces of it. Like I remember seeing it, like portions of it, like when I was younger. Mm -hmm. But that was back when I was still a stupid little kid, and I probably thought Shark Tale was like the best movie in the world. Marty fish. Anyways, yeah, we both watched uh, Army of the Dead this week, and so uh, I'll kick it off by asking Reagan. What did you think of Army of the Dead? The question is, how much did you hate it? it
1: I di- I didn't hate it, hate it, mm-hmm. like despised it. Not like the way I didn't I, like I despised Midnight Sky.
0: I like how that's your bar. Yeah, that's my bar. That's I di- crazy. I didn't
1: despise this movie. Oh, okay, okay. And that's pretty much the same way I, how I like the same feeling I have for like Batman v Superman for Snyder Cut. Man of Steel. I don't hate them. Right? I, I don't. I don't hate them. Mm-hmm. The Army of the Dead is just one of those movies where like you need to turn your brain off and just like look. Bro, just look. That's it.
0: I what? The shallow depth of field, I couldn't see shit. <laughs> you gotta look at Dave Bautista shooting something. Yeah, big ass fucking a goddamn unit this dude is, bro. Every time he, he can't even oh. fit through the doorway. Hey,
1: you know what? That's the one thing I liked about this movie. It was Dave Bautista. Yeah. Like he he fucking carried this damn movie like on his fucking shoulders, dude.
0: It's kind of crazy because like I don't know if Zack Snyder knows how to write humans. Like every time he writes like dialogue for a person, it doesn't sound real. It sounds like a robot wrote it. So then like I get that Dave Bautista's character. Uh what's his name? Is it Scott? I don't even remember don't what even the remember. character's name is. I don't. So, anyways, Dave Bautista's character is, like, this stoic, hardened, like, um, uh, army dude. And uh, something happens in the movie that causes a ripple between him and his daughter. And they have a fractured relationship. But he's supposed to play, like, this quiet, stoic, like, guy who's suffering from, like, PTSD and whatnot. That's not really presented that well. Mm-hmm. But, you know... I guess I guess it it comes down to whether you could believe that Dave Batista's like the way he carries himself is stoic or wooden. And there are times when it kinda just bounced in between for me. I'm like, okay, like he just gotta spout this dialogue. Okay, moving on, hurry up, can you shoot something? And yeah. You have anything else to say about the movie? You got any other like big like things you want to tackle?
1: Oh, um, it's a very predictable movie. You know what I mean? In terms of like
0: And doesn't it suck that a very predictable movie goes on for two and a half fucking hours?
1: Yeah, I forgot about the two and a half hour runtime. But yeah, it's it's a very predictable predictable movie, right? You have fucking stereotypes of characters left and right. Yeah. Um the loudmouth, the traitor, uh-huh. um, the fucking who fucking knows. The They had a
0: Redditor. The, the Redditor. They had the badass girl.
1: Oh yeah, badass girl. They, they they just had this like myriad the love interest. Yeah, they just had this myriad of just stereotypes of characters,
0: cardboard yeah, cutouts. <laughs> and it's, it's like it's like uh, Zack Snyder had um had a sheet of cookie dough, and he took a cutter and he just like in different molds like a circle, yeah, yeah. a triangle. They had
1: they had the tough guy that doesn't like his stuff like getting like touched by other people. Yeah, they had the nerd that no one really likes, and he's annoying. Yeah, but he's there, and then they end up liking the yeah, yeah they end up liking him at the end. It's like, oh my God, Jesus, really? Oh, yeah. I will say, Omari Hardwick, I also liked in the movie. Dude,
0: he's big as shit
1: too. And bro, he He tried to fist fight a fucking zombie, bro. He tried to
0: what fist the fight fuck? the the big the big boss zombie, dude. Big hoss.
1: But um, uh,
0: unbelievable. Yeah.
1: What was my point again? Oh yeah, we're talking about uh, RV of the Dead.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I think what we these, liked <laughs>
1: these these characters are just like caricatures and stereotypes uh-huh. of characters that we see in every other action movie. Like, there's nothing different about it, yeah, and um yeah, I mean it's just tiring, um what else? should we touch on the the, the depth of field, the shallow focus um should we, should, i guess
0: if you, if that's wants to, if that is going to be our next um uh point of interest uh
1: Zack Snyder was his own cinematographer this is you know the first one?
0: time Zack snyder was uh he was a cinematographer for his own movies. Uh, he wrote, he directed, and he did the visuals for this. He's the director of photography. And then it's funny because if you go on Netflix, there's a funny documentary. Well, it's not supposed to be funny. It's just the fact that, like, the way he talks about the lenses he uses and then the the product that it made... It's kind of telling, like, how, how it all, like, came together because there's scenes where Zack Snyder's like, oh, yeah, these, like, these great vintage lenses I got off of eBay from, like, the 50s and whatnot and stuff like that. It's, like, they got a lot of, like, they got a lot of grit, got a lot of, like, wear and tear so that, like, you can really get, like, a nice um uh, textured look and something like that. And then um, you watch the movie, you can barely s- tell what the fuck is on the screen. Hey! It's fucking dark, like like most of the time. B, it's in disgusting colors like earth tones, grays, a lot, grays. Ugh, a lot of grays,
1: a lot of grays. Fucking
0: makes me want to puke. And then the big one, the depth of field. So this movie looks like if Zack Snyder took his lens and like took some Vaseline and just smeared it all over the lens. So there's like this murky, disgusting look, and you can't see anything unless like. It's pressed up against the lens. Yeah. They have to be so goddamn close for you to see anything. And then in the documentary, they actually explained that, like, oh, yeah, um, we thought that the shallow depth of field gave this really cool effect of, like, things in front of you just being shrouded in mystery because um, uh, you just can't tell, like, what it is, even though it's so close to you. Like, it's a fear of the unknown. But it's like... My problem with that is that they take an ugly visual, if it's not blurred out, it's just this ugly visual that says such flat colors and everything, Mm. and then you just apply a Snapchat filter on it, or like Mm. an Instagram filter, just blur things out. It takes something that's uglier and makes it even uglier. Mm. It's crazy. It's like that whole spiel I had about Steppenwolf's armor from the Snyder Cut. Yeah. It's a, it's just a creative decision that like, oh, I did not like it one bit. Yeah. I can't believe it. Have any thoughts on it?
1: I don't know. I I don't know. It was just like, oh, okay, he, he he he's doing it. it. it's there. It's doing whatever. Yeah, it's it doesn't really thing. serve a purpose.
0: Yeah, you know? it's, it's kind of like when The Snyder Cut was released in 43. Yeah, it, it like it's like why? It doesn't
1: serve a purpose. I yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's Dude, honestly, I'm blanking out on this film, dude. It's just...
0: Did you think it was fun? Okay, did you know this about the movie? That um, the pilot girl, Tig Notaro, she was not the original person to play the pilot when this movie finished filming. Really? It was Chris Delia, a comedian, a guy who was exposed for like committing like sexual harassment and whatnot. Ooh. So then Zack Snyder was like, hey, we want to distance our- ourselves away from uh, that guy, so we're going to hire someone else, Tig Notaro, to play the pilot, And for the most part, if you don't know that she's green screened into the shot and painted in, it doesn't look that bad. Mm -hmm. But then there's the scene where they're getting the crew together. You son of a bitch, I'm in. This part of the movie. Yeah. Where um, Dave Bautista and the girl go to meet the pilot. And you never see them in the same shot together. Like... It will it will be a oh, shot of uh, David yeah, yeah. and the girl. It's like a shot reverse cuts. shot, basically. Yeah, yeah, but like, it's the worst kind of shot reverse shot because they're they're never looking at each other. It's like the end of the Snyder cut, where like, oh my god, it's so fucked up. And it's funny because like the ADR like vocals, like the like the audio track of Tig Notaro's character, as like she's talking like the cameras on it and then it's uh it's a cut but you could still hear her audio and it just shows Dave Bautista and the girl like reacting to something but it doesn't look natural mm-hmm. like how she's saying it doesn't sound like she's talking to someone how they're looking doesn't look like they're looking at someone it's so fucked bro <laughs> and then on top of that there's like if you really look at like when she, where she's standing in some shots like you could really tell that like a little, a little bit of the um artifacting of like trying to like um blend her into the background. Mm-hmm. You no, know? so that's just something if you didn't know.
1: Interesting. What I did know was a dead pixel.
0: Army of the Dead pixel, everyone.
1: <laughs> but um, yeah.
0: So for those unaware, um, you need to watch it on like a a pretty like higher resolution to like notice the the dead pixel to like jump out at you, mm-hmm. and only in scenes where. There's the tried and true Zach Snyder like pitch black color like um uh, laced throughout the shot, so one of Zach Snyder's cameras that he used to film this movie has a dead pixel. It might even have four. Oh wow, but yeah, um kind of just comes and goes. It's a weird like oversight. this movie that is uh I don't know the budget of this movie. I think I read that it's like sub 100 million. 100 million. Think. Let me go look it up real quick. can uh, you keep on talking about the dead pixel while I look this up.
1: Uh, yeah, there's a dead pixel. Honestly, I didn't notice it until like people pointed it out, and it's kind of funny how like, I don't know. I just think it's funny that this big film, like that, that just slips through through everybody. Producers, editors, you know. Yeah, color, the, the like, editor was color correction.
0: fucking um, uh, asleep at the wheel, <laughs> putting this movie together. I don't know. Holy shit. But... Yeah, this budget of this movie was 70 to $90 million.
1: And they let that slip.
0: That's crazy. I mean, like, granted, like, what they wanted to do... Like, some of it, like, it turned out, like... You know, for seventy, ninety million dollars and this like how many people are in this movie what they want to achieve, I'm like, okay, whatever. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. But seventy to ninety million dollars can't save the fact that the screenplay is kinda mega shitty. Yeah. Yeah, seventy it's kinda um, basic. Um, seventy million dollars couldn't get Zack Snyder some new lenses for his fucking cameras too. Uh yeah. What did you think about the I know you said that the characters were so like cookie cutter and whatnot. Mhm. Is there any of them that really like jumped out to you as in like other than Dave Bautista? Okay, which one did you hate the the least or did you hate the most? We'll we'll go from there. I already had my answer.
1: Oh, uh, the pilot cuz cuz for some reason she couldn't just she just had to just keep saying stuff that made no sense. Um the traitor guy? I don't even I don't even know their names. That's that, that's how much I don't care about <laughs> the, the movie. guy. The traitor guy Oh my like, god The guy who works for Hiroyuki Sanada's character. Yeah. To watch over them, I'm like, okay, this guy's gonna fucking betray them. Oh and he does. And then he gets fucking head bitten by a Why zombie the fuck tiger. Did
0: he go all the way to the safe with them? They found the queen at the beginning. He he could have just been like, Bop, alright, I'm out guys. See you later. That's all I needed. You can have your fifty million dollars. Why did it have to be a twist? Why do you have to like go so far into the like down there? Put himself in a, in danger just to get killed by a fucking um uh You got to
1: have stakes, Josh. You got to have stakes.
0: Getting hungry, bro. Motherfucking medium steaks. Getting hungry. T-bones. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh but yeah. I think my favorite would obviously De Batista. Uh Amari Hardwick's character just cuz he's so over the top and then um the the smart guy. The, the guy who cracks the Yeah.
0: Safe. You know there's going to be a prequel movie focused on him?
1: Heard. It's like focused on him and like the daughter, right? Or some shit like that?
0: I have no fucking idea.
1: It's not a movie. It's a miniseries, right? Some, some shit like that.
0: No, there's going to be a movie. Oh, fuck. That's what I'm saying, bro. Shit. Jesus. But yeah. He can't keep getting away with this. <laughs> Zack Snyder can't keep getting away with this.
1: <laughs> but I think if there's one thing that I found interesting was... The 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 hierarchy of zombies. Oh yeah. Granted, I've never really seen much of zombie movies. Only my only frame of reference for zombies is like The Walking Dead.
0: Yeah, yeah. And um, those guys are kind of poo in the brain. They're kind of idiots. Which one? Know?
1: The zombies are like, like,
0: like, like, like the zombies in um oh, uh, Walking yeah. Dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um so so that's like my frame of reference. I've seen Twenty Eight Days Later.
0: Yeah, that was when I was like younger, though. Introduced fucking Usain Bolt zombies to like yeah, fucking they, sprint yeah, they could at fucking you, sprint. Yeah.
1: yeah. And oh, also Left for Dead Two when we were playing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's that is my favorite reference okay, yeah, for zombies. Your, your three frame of references for zombies. But
1: I, I I don't know. I thought it was cool. I'm like, okay, like there is a hierarchy where some there's of them. There's a society. Yeah, there's a, we live in a society. Yeah. <laughs> um where to Joker. Where some of them have more intelligence than others, or like there's an alpha, there's yeah, a king, there's a ruling like system. Right, there's a, queen. Um, there's a queen.
0: She was about to give birth.
1: Oh, that shot was gross. That was I, I so fucking it. gross. That was gross.
0: Oh my god.
1: Now, yeah, baby zombie, ba- ba- <laughs> baby z- zombie fetus. Yo, oh, you know, god. actually,
0: that might be like a little like callback or reference to the fact that um, this is the one scene I remember from Zack Snyder's Dawn of the Dead.
1: Uh-huh.
0: There's a character in the movie. It's a woman who's pregnant. Oh. I think you could tell where this is going. Oh no! But in the movie, she gives birth.
1: Oh,
0: and it kind of fucking comes out of her like a xenomorph, bro.
1: I'm pretty sure that's how the
0: movie. That's that's what happens in the movie, and I think they shoot the baby with a shotgun. Why? Zombie. Oh, what? I think I think my my memory might be hazy, but I think they kill it. Yeah. Anyways, continue.
1: Yeah. No. I I mean, I just thought it was cool, and then like the fact that the the alpha zombie the guy with the metal fucking helmet yeah. <laughs> because he knew that they that he that, knew
0: that like his head is his weak spot
1: or like just everyone's like head is is a weak spot yeah they uh, the the fact that he just doesn't go down without a fight and he just keeps going and he just he Somehow he's everywhere at the same time. I was about time. to say
0: that he can teleport. He
1: just he's just everywhere.
0: He didn't need that zombie horse to get to places. Man, there's a shot where like he needs to get to the Olympus like hotel, yes, right? Yes. And then like Dave Batista takes the elevator, the elevator doors open. It's that guy. It's the fucking <laughs> alpha zombie. How the fuck did he get there so fast?
1: But um But yeah, Omari Hardwick try to go like hand it like like hand to hand combat with him obviously fight it him. doesn't fucking work it doesn't because, work
0: and um, then the the annoying guy has his like redemption arc of like being a hero because he's like a sniveling little like whiny baby little piss baby
1: yeah he just screams the entire movie and he
0: screams he screams in german or french i don't know i don't know but then omari hardwick about to get bit and then he sacrifices himself my brain hurts, bro. Same. I haven't even gotten to like the stuff that I didn't like yet. Oh fuck. Uh, but yeah. Anything else you want to talk about with this movie? Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> oh wait. To to summarize, you said um, you didn't like Tig Notaro's character. You liked um Dave Batista, Mari Hardwick. Mm-hmm. The zombie hierarchy was kind of cool.
1: Mm-hmm. Pretty much it.
0: Pretty much it. All right. I'm
1: trying to think, trying to think. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I guess that's it. That's all I liked. But anyways, Josh,
0: um, let's see. Do you want to rate it yet or do, do you want to wait till do, I do have, some stuff? Do we have
1: time for your long rant that's about to happen? We uh, do.
0: It's, we got about like ten to 10 to 20 minutes. <laughs> all right, Josh. All right. What did you oh, dislike
1: shit. and or like about this movie?
0: Oh, what I liked about the movie is the montage where Las Vegas is being taken over. That's what this whole movie should have been. If anybody watches this movie, you skip the first five minutes with the army people. You watch the montage where the zombies are taking Las Vegas to a rendition of like a classic song. Mm -hmm. Classic Snyderism. You do a modern remix of an old song that's a bit more mid-tempo, low-tempo, and it's a bit more somber, or whatever and you set it to a bunch of like really mellow melling melodramatic imagery. Yeah. But like all that stuff was like that's what felt the most fun. Like zombies in Vegas, okay then like there's a problem with like the genre mix in this um uh, in this movie. And the first part is the fact that like okay we're gonna have this fun zombie movie in Vegas. Yeah. The only fun part about this movie is that montage. Where you watched him, like, come in and everybody's getting fucked over. Yeah. There's a funny sequence where a parachute guy lands in the middle yeah. of 50 zombies. And he's trying to fight his way with his tiny little pistol. Like, you, dude, they fucked you over. Like, like whoever your, your your drop sergeant is, he said, go, 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 man. He f- screwed yeah, you over like fucked. crazy. And then you see the alpha zombie, like, find his throne, the Olympus... Um, uh, hotel. You see the part where the guy gets chased by, like, zombie boobies, some... Yeah. <laughs> that part of the beginning. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And, like, that's the part where, like, because it reminded me of, um, Zombieland. Did you watch oh, Zombieland? I've never
1: seen Zombieland. The
0: beginning of the first Zombieland has a montage just like that.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: So, it's kind of, like, retreading old ground. Like, I've seen it before, but I know I liked it, so I was like, uh, ah, that's fine. And then you end the movie right there. You hit... Exit. Don't watch the rest of it. <laughs> because it suffers from not knowing what it wants to be. There's only one part of the movie where it's a heist movie. Yeah. And they use utilize zombies. The fact that there's zombies around them. Yeah. It's the part when they need to trigger the traps in the safe room. And they hire a zombie to walk across it.
1: Oh, yeah. They, well, they, they, yeah, yeah. They just pick up a bunch of zombies and just push them through.
0: Yeah. It's like that's the only time it's a heist movie. And the fact that they utilize like the fact that there's zombies around them. Yeah. To, like, get to their objective. Otherwise, the zombies are always just, like, a nuisance. It's like, oh, wow, bing, bing, bang, bang. Let me go <laughs> sh- fucking shoot these guys in the head. Um, The characters are awful. I think they're so bad, bro. I hate the daughter. I hate her Great! so much. Great! I hate her. Honestly, like, worst character of the year. Yeah. Because she forces herself into the movie. Yep. She's a huge red flag for for Dave Batista's character. um, Like, her selfishness and the, it's, the it's need like, for her.
1: It's like from the get-go, you're like, okay, this isn't going to...
0: This isn't going to end well. Yeah, it's not going
1: to end well. It's like like, like... like, you just know. You just know it's not going to end well.
0: Yeah, it's like... You know what? It's like... I was asking earlier about why the traitor guy needed to be a part of the group to get all the way to the safe. Mm-hmm. It's the same reason as to why the daughter's there. They are there to make trouble. They're plot devices. Yeah. They're fucking awful. And, like, her whole motive is so flimsy, and it's so, like, selfish and, like, weird. I I don't get it. Like, uh, I get, like, her thing is, like, oh, I want to save people. But, like, at the cost of getting my dad killed, yeah. getting everybody on the team pretty much fucking killed. Because, like, she fucks off to, like, the, the next, um, she, she fucks off to where that girl is. Yeah, Her name's, like Gita, yeah, at the Olympus place. The three women that I trapped there being taken away for some, who knows what the fuck is going to happen to them. Yeah. Oh, also that, like, police guy. Yo, that what an awfully written. Character. Oh yeah, it's yeah, it's bad. Like, it's so it's like bad. there's like there's there's also things about this movie with the writing that like it's kind of like shaking a stick at like a social like issue. Yeah. Like you know, like building a wall, cutting off people who are different from us. It's like, and then the fact that like they're talking about like the president was like, oh, I wanted to send this bomb to this terrible place that's locked behind a wall. On 4th of July because it's patriotic. Jesus. Like, this is so, like, sloppy. And it's so, like, disrespectful. Yeah. And it's, it's, like, it's not even, like, Zack Snyder has some, like, like um, thoughtful thing to say about these issues. It's kind of like, these are happening in my country. That's it. I have nothing to say about it. These are just social issues happening. And, like, yeah. that's all I'm going to say about them. It's so, like, distasteful. That's why I don't like this movie so much. It's because, like, first off, it's not enjoyable. Like, like the main, like, premise and, like, the plot and the story is so, like, whack. That part's not, like, fun at all. And then you pile on even more mistakes on top of it, and everything just doesn't, like, it just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And then... On top of that, you got these, you got these weird, like, um, uh, they're kind of like J.J. Abrams' um, mystery Mystery box. box. Yeah. Like, writing style, where he's going to hint something or throw a little visual nod out there. And it's like a little Easter egg for the viewers and whatnot. But, like...
1: Wait, really? I I never got any of that.
0: You didn't get them from here?
1: No. Well, one
0: of them was the fucking baby. But there's actually two more that you might have missed, uh-huh. and and I'll, I'll get to that in a second. Okay. But like, I don't I don't get why writers and directors do this because like if you're, if they're gonna make a movie if they get the opportunity to make a movie don't they want to say everything that they want to like right there on the spot right like get to everything they want to because in the first five minutes of this movie there are aliens. The part where oh
1: yeah yeah,
0: yeah. they're like what, what, driving and then they crash, yeah. it fucking blows up. Okay, regardless, I hate that opening too. It's so fucking bad. It's poorly acted. Oh yeah. It's just dis- it's
1: yeah.
0: like what like like it's a whole joke about Roadhead. This is like a Michael Bay like skit. Yeah. Oh my fucking god. So that part when they crash and there's a shot of like they're like looking at the wreckage and the the composition of the screen is like two army guys on the left side of the screen and then you could see into the distance like into the sky there are two lights that are stationed there and then they just like zoom past really yeah there's fucking aliens in this movie they're like ufos like so like, like snyder
1: put him put him in there
0: yeah, because then I put, it, put them in there just so fanboys could be like, oh, what could that mean? Like, is that the reason why the zombies are here? Is that why? And then there's the whole talk about the fact that the army people are like, you know, we came from Area 51. Like, why are we transporting this thing? So are these zombies or are these aliens? And then there's some other dumb bullshit where there's a scene where one of the zombies gets shot in the head and his skull is made of metal because it's a robot zombie. This is stuff that Zack Snyder has come out and said like, that, yeah, that's in the movie. We're gonna talk about it in the series and the next follow-up movie. Wait,
1: wait, wait. When did that happen?
0: It's super quick, like like instantaneously. Like I can't even describe oh, to oh, you like yeah, yeah. the part what? when it happened. Yeah, yeah.
1: Was it in the safe when they were like?
0: I think so. Like as all those zombies are like piling through. Yeah. And they're trying to break break free. Yeah. They're like shooting all of them, and then one of them. There's like sparks. The face, yeah, yeah. There's like, there's like sparks. Yeah. What the fu- What? Yes. There's all this dumb shit just so, like, people can be super sleuths and feel smart about, like, finding it and be like, oh, my God, like, it's time to theory craft. Like, that's not good writing. Yeah. That's not, that's not a good, like, thing to have. Yeah. To leave your audience in the dark like that. It's just so ridiculous. Okay, let me go back to the daughter. Fuck. It's like... She's so stupid. I don't like her motivation being that, that girl that, like, the mom who, like, take care of the kids and whatnot... Okay, because, like, at the beginning, it's, like, that girl that she's trying to save, Gita, she's so important. And then we forget about her. Yeah. And then we bring it back because the daughter, Kate, is, like, oh, I'm going to ditch everybody and run off and put everybody's lives at risk by running to the Olympus and finding them. And um, she fucks everyone over. Everybody's dead except for Tig and De Batista at this point. Hop mm-hmm. in the helicopter. There's another dumb thing I just remembered. So, remember how I said that they're going to nuke the town? Yeah. So, the time for like the reason why they're in Vegas to. Um, to break through the safe, and then to extract out within the day is because a nuke is going to drop on them. Yeah. A controlled oh, nuke. Wait, but,
1: but, but the president decided to make it earlier just because, yeah, right? not later. Just because.
0: Yeah, let's just make it earlier by the 24 hours. So by the time they're trying to break in, they have like six hours or something. I think it's six, maybe like three hours. It's, like a less, really, it's less. It's, it's a it's, really small amount of time. Yeah. But you don't get that sense of urgency. Nope. Not one nope. bit. It's like, it's right it, when they open the fucking safe. Why are they throwing money everywhere and celebrating? Bitch, put the money <laughs> in the fucking bag and go to the, the helicopter.
1: Like, hey, honestly, I even forgot that there was like a nuke that was gonna come. Like, it's almost like an afterthought. Yeah, like like the way they presented it
0: until the very end of the movie, which is another part I fucking hate. But we I'll talk about that after. So, uh-huh. anyways, there's no tension because there's no urgency. There's yeah. no like. Nothing like pushing them because, like the way time progresses in this movie, it's it's like at the whim of the characters. It's yeah. whatever they say, and it doesn't even follow that rule. It's like, and then when Tignataro and um uh, De Batista are about to go save the daughter, he's like nine minutes. So let me take all the time in the world to land at the top and to run through this whole fucking hotel building to find them. So thank God she shoots her gun and then like, De Batista, who knows where he is on this fucking... He could teleport too. Could you imagine if he's at the top and he hears gunshots and it's like the third floor? Motherfucker had to run all the way down. This is uh, like, like a new Olympic record.
1: Wait, okay, so... Wait... Oh yeah, so Dave Bautista ran down, right?
0: He ran down. Doesn't that like mean that. they had to run back up yeah. to the roof to yeah. get into the helicopter? So imagine how much time that is. That's more than nine fucking minutes. And then, like, so, like, all that stuff is happening, right? There's, there's no tension because you're like, what the fuck, like, whatever. Um, and then there's this really dumb part with the helicopter, where Dave Bautista finds, uh. The girl that they're looking for, Kate, the daughter. They run up to the roof, and then there's a line earlier where Dave Batista was like, "Hey, like, don't leave us." And then they get to the they get to the roof, and Tignataro's is not there. Yeah. But it turns out she's like, she's like, she like took the helicopter away, and like it hit it. In front of the building. (laughs) And then went back up. It went back up. How are you not going to hear that? (laughs) It's not a Prius. It's not like a five miles per hour. It's silent. This motherfucker's going... (laughs) like like. You can hear that shit cutting through the air. From hella far away. There are helicopters that fly over us. And we can hear that shit. How are you going to tell me you can't hear that up until it's about to pull up? It's hella silent, too. And she's like, do you hear that? And all this stuff... All this stuff, Reagan, it's ripped off of aliens. Really? If you haven't seen aliens, a lot of these lines, these sequences, like the plot points, important plot points, it's ripped straight from aliens. Oh wow. It's fucked. What the fuck? So, anyways, they hop inside the fucking helicopter and then they drive away because conveniently it's been nine minutes, even though I'm pretty sure it's been like thirty minutes, <laughs> thirty plus minutes since wait, wait, wait. this but, ending started. But
1: then but then uh Alpha Zombie somehow <laughs> so fucking like Alpha Zombie he just- makes it to the roof. Yeah,
0: he ran and, too. He has he uses teleportation powers. He and then he teleports um, to the top and then he jumps yeah. into the helicopter yeah. they're fighting and then breaks <laughs> Batista's arm, bone sticking out. Motherfucker, he gets bit too. And then um Tignata gets shot because they're fighting and then she can't hold the can't hold the the helicopter in place. They crash. But then, they're able to kill the alpha zombie. Wait, how, is, wait
1: how, how? how How they do it? I forgot.
0: Um, Batista shoots him in the head with a gun. Oh, nice. Okay. But, and then we get to the best part of this whole Gita part.
1: He fucking dies.
0: So, Kate's alive. She doesn't suffer from any injuries. She walks up to the helicopter. She sees that Tig Notaro's dead. Stabbed by, like, one of the helicopter blades. And then she goes to her, her father, De Batista. And at this point, I totally forgot that Gita was supposed to be in the helicopter. Yeah. Because they don't show her. Yeah. I think they might have shown her once, like, as the plane was crashing. But then after that, she's never shown again. And the only time that it's brought up is the fact that Dave Batista says, here's the money. I hope it's enough for that woman and her kid. Is she even alive? <laughs> I, went on, I actually went on Wikipedia and Wikipedia says she's dead. So this whole part where like Kate's motivation, her whole arc splat, it's fucking dumb. So if you didn't think like the ending of the movie was dumb enough, let's talk about the the little cliffhanger part with Amari Hardwick. Did you watch that part? Of course I did. Alright. Riddle me this, Reagan. The U.S. government just dropped a nuke, a controlled nuclear bomb. How the fuck, like, five hours later, he's able to crawl out of his hidey hole and, to br- and breathe in the air without experiencing anything? It's a nuke. Hell if I know. How if I know. And then he takes, like, how many bags of money? It's a lot of bags. Yeah. And that shit must be heavy. How many miles could he have possibly walked? He went so well, far. Dude,
1: hey, homie's big for a reason, you know? He is like, big.
0: But I mean, like, after all he's been through, <laughs> then, like, he probably... Yeah, he's, st- not, he's
1: not, like, fatigued at all. He's just... Yeah.
0: He's like, I'm big. He's like, like, oh, like, cool. Just,
1: okay, cool. we done.
0: He's like, done. He's like uh, let me take these duffel bags of cash, steal this car, and then get a private jet. And also, it's like... Uh, there's another problem... Um, like brought up because of the sequence how quickly do people get infected in this movie because Omari Hardwick judging from the fact that he got bit ever since he fought the alpha and he hasn't turned the entire day but then Dave Batista
1: yep. turns instantaneously yeah. yeah
0: so I don't know if it's because like he died or Dave Batista died at that point because, like, he didn't have any other in- injury except for getting his arm broken, and yeah. then he got bit. Yeah. Unless, like, the crash really did that to him. And then there's the part with, like, the police guy. He, get, he got bit, and then it's like he instantly turned 2 Mm-hmm. It's like I didn't see any, like—they didn't show any, like, other injury of him, like, <laughs> Well, maybe, maybe all that reading— also, like— well, the army people in the beginning, they they turned because they died, like, relatively quickly afterwards. And then, I don't know, there's, like, there's some weird, like, logistical and, like, logical reasons. Yeah. It's, like...
1: Maybe, maybe all that radiation that Omari Hardwick, like, inhaled, like, kind of, like, put it dude, on pause. Dude, he's gonna be a
0: super, a super <laughs> zombie, like a Hulk zombie. Oh, God. And then, yeah, the movie ends with, like... I guess like a a teaser for like the shit ain't over yet, son like Yeah.
1: It's like him looking in the mirror with the fucking bite or whatever. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, what else was I gonna say? Um Yeah, this movie fucking sucks, bro. What'd you rate it?
1: Give it like a C minus.
0: A minus, C-? bro. I gave this after I talked about it, I feel like I'm gonna give this a two. I originally <laughs> gave it a three, but holy shit.
1: I don't know, man. It's just been me. It's just like I didn't expect much out of it. I didn't really want to get anything out of it. I just kind of like turned my brain off. I was like, okay. Bro, like. Whatever.
0: I wanted that too. And I try to achieve that elation, like that level of like enjoyment of turning my brain off by watching this at 3 a.m. And this still happened. Oh, fuck. Bro. <laughs> but yeah, um, that just about sums up my favorite movie of the year. <laughs>
1: this is going to get best visual effects in the Oscars. best 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 cinematography best cinematography
0: can't tell what the fuck is going (laughs) on all right everybody that just about wraps up the army of the dead discussion slash rant (laughs) we 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 would
1: suggest you guys watch it just
0: to watch it for yourself because like (laughs) we've actually got like a wide variety of like reception from like other people like how much they liked it or if they disliked it so go watch it see for yourself it's not an easy watch because it's two Two and a half half fucking hours yeah So, if you got that much time to kill, like, go for it. like Yeah. But, yeah, hope you guys have fun. And I hope you all enjoyed listening to today's episode.
1: Yep. Um, And if you guys enjoyed it, let us know. Um, uh, Give us some feedback on this uh, podcast episode, whatever, what have you, on YouTube or wherever you listen to it. Uh, Be sure to follow us on Instagram at coworkers.podcast. And I think that's about it. Um, just a
0: reminder everyone to uh go out and see a quiet place too um uh to oh, yeah. prepare yourselves for uh reagan and i's a uh, discussion on it next week oh yeah yeah uh, that's, just, that's that just about sums it up
1: uh yeah that's yeah that's pretty much it um yeah we hope you enjoyed this episode i'm reagan and i'm josh all right good night folks
0: have a good night everyone